The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take a look at six ways to save money on lodging at Disney World. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, where you can subscribe for regular content or make a one-time donation. Or you could also use me as your travel agent at no cost to you and support the podcast that way. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. If you have any questions for the podcast, email us disneydeciphered at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So on last week's episode, we compared prices between on and off-site hotels, which kind of got us into a hotel saving money kind of mood. So we thought we would follow it up this week with how to save money on lodging at Disney World in general. And really, we just want to take a look at the different ways that you can try to save money on your Disney World hotel, whether it is on or off-site. Before we get started, I should mention really quickly that you know you can definitely get very cheap hotel rooms you can sometimes find like $60 at motel type lodging in Kissimmee and stuff like that we are kind of bypassing those but just know that those are an option I'm pretty sure those are the kinds of places that we stayed when uh, I was growing up didn't do much research on that but definitely want to point out that those are out there Totally. I definitely stayed in one of those at some point in my adult life. Like, especially like if you're like flying in and you don't have like a park day or something like that. I definitely used to use that to sort of bridge between like a travel day and a, and a park day. So now with kids, I don't like to move hotels very often. Well, the funny thing was that in my childhood, I remembered or at least in my head, it was like, oh, so you would go to like Days In for something like that. However, I checked the prices for Days In and it was not as cheap as I thought it was going to be. So either times I've moved on or I'm out of touch or probably both. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's get with the uh, tips for the hotels that you and I usually, I guess, are looking for in our old age. Yeah. So, I mean, start us off in terms of, we've talked about this many times, but it should be a reminder. Timing. How does timing factor into saving money on your hotels? It's a huge part of the equation. I mean, there is peak and there is off peak and there is everything in between. And prices can really vary dramatically based upon the season. Those of us who are tied to a school calendar, as your family is and and my family is, Joe, we know that we're paying more for our lack of flexibility. We have to go, you know, often during spring break or summer vacation or the holidays or a long weekend or something like that. And you are going to pay more for that privilege. But for those of you who are flexible and you know, especially folks with young kids, maybe who are not school age yet, or 
people on the other side of it and the kids are out of the house or they're, you know, adults themselves and have, can take time off of work at non-peak times, then you can really save a lot of money both on and off property by just going at the right time. Yeah. So Disney's on-site rates, they're set in stone the whole entire year. You can check, we will link in the show notes, but Mouse Savers basically has all the rack rates for Disney hotels for like every day of the year. And they all have different names like Spring 3 and Spring 2 and it gets all very confusing. But Disney sets that all in advance, basically goes as you would think it is peak times, holidays, et cetera, et cetera. It's more expensive. Now, the offsite hotels, you'll see the same price fluctuations as supply and demand go. And of course, it'll be more expensive at the times of the years that would be considered peak. However, the offsite hotels, their rates aren't set in stone. So if, for example, I don't know, a pandemic happens right around spring break, you will see those prices drop much lower. Whereas Disney will sometimes release discounts, but it's not it's not as fluid as the uh, offsite hotels would be. Conversely, sometimes offsite hotels can have really weird spikes and not necessarily uniformly, like say a hotel, you know, gets booked out for a convention or like there's a convention in a certain part of the Orlando area and then the hotels that are closest to that site then book up. So you definitely have to kind of look beyond to make sure you don't get stuck with one of those because you might see some real outliers, but realize that that's not necessarily universal that that week or that weekend. Exactly. And, you know, this really leads us into our second tip for saving money on lodging at Disney World. Unless you're traveling soon, like in a few weeks, you really want to book hotels with refundable rates and keep checking the prices. And this goes for on or off-site hotels. You know, for on-site hotels, Disney's rooms are, if you book a room only, they're always refundable until five nights before. If you book a package with tickets, they're still refundable up to 30 nights before. So, Disney is refundable. All these hotels that are offsite, there are non-refundable and refundable rates. Really, if you're pretty far out, we would highly recommend booking the refundable rates and then just periodically checking prices and seeing you know where things go. Now, Disney sometimes, like I said before, releases discounts. Right now, this instant September is still qualifying for the summer 2021 discount. So Disney will release discounts sometimes. And then like we already said, the offsite hotels, the prices will fluctuate. Now, one website that just popped up within the last few weeks and is actually in beta right now is hotelslash.com. And if that sounds familiar to autoslash.com, it's because it's by the same people. I think they're going to be charging eventually for an annual membership. However, if you sign up for free right now, and this isn't an affiliate or anything like that, it's just what's going on right now. They say that they're going to give you, it's kind of unclear when you're signing up, but they say that they're going to give you an annual membership for free. And hotelslash.com, if you're not familiar with autoslash.com, the concept is just that you give them the hotel that you like, and they will send you notifications when the price drops. They haven't expanded it to being able to search like an entire area yet. However, they say that they're going to do that. While it's in beta, I say definitely test out hotelslash.com, see how it works. I have the dolphin being monitored right now for a trip that I'm hoping to take. So we'll see how it goes. That's totally awesome. I don't know how I missed the news about Hotel Slash because I use Auto Slash all the time. So definitely going to be signing myself up and experimenting with it because that, that really is great. And one thing I wanted to add to Joe about, you know, booking refundable or non-refundable rates. I mean, I really think just generally speaking, even though you'll save a few bucks booking non-refundable rates, it's just not a smart long-term strategy. Like you won't come out ahead. And one thing I've often noticed is a lot of like major chains will, you know, as long as you're a member of like, say the loyalty program, 
you often can find a rate that matches the non-refundable public rate. Either you have a AAA or you're a member of Bonvoy for Marriott or other programs like that. So don't just necessarily look with the uh, public facing non-refundable rate is because you might be able to get an equally good refundable rate through very low hanging fruit kind of pathway. Definitely. And remember those loyalty programs are free to sign up for because they want your business. Now, the third tip that we have is in regard to OTAs, which is the fancy term for websites like Expedia, Hotels.com. So Leslie, tell us a little bit about how you can book on or offsite hotels through these OTAs and what is kind of the benefit of going through these sometimes? The OTAs have deals on occasion. So you can find sometimes cheaper prices than whatever's on Disney's website. So it's worth it just to find maybe a reduced price on the same hotel. It's really bizarre how the rates fluctuate from site to site. And I mean, I've seen it actually with Aulani sometimes before, not just Disney World. So can definitely save some money that way. And it's really easy if you book on that site to link the reservation to my Disney experience. So you just book it somewhere else, then you kind of load it into your Disney account and can sort of manage everything from there. The other thing that these OTAs often have are they will have coupons like Expedia sometimes has coupons. Hotels.com will have coupons. I don't uh, know of any off the top of my head that are active, but it's just something that's worth looking into when you're booking. And another benefit of using these OTAs is they all have loyalty programs. Now, Expedia will give you two points per dollar on hotel stays that you have. It sounds better than it actually is. It's about 1.4% cash back, but still better than a kick in ahead and then hotels.com has of course always had that system where you get your 11th night free so if you stay 10 hotel nights booked through hotels.com you get an 11th night free and you know that 11th night is worth the average of the 10 nights that you stayed already so you know you get a little bit back which is of course better than booking through disney where you get nothing back so using otas is a way that you can save a little bit of money on repeat trips and of course you you can use hotels.com for all your stays whether they're for business or disney world or if you're going somewhere else of course like you said leslie it is worth comparing the prices between the different otas and that's why you know sometimes people don't go down this path because it, it can get a little bit tedious and a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, definitely consider what your time is worth. And and this can definitely be a major rabbit hole. It's less so when I do it at Disneyland than it is for Disney World, because there's just so many options in Orlando. One thing we should also mention, Joe, is sometimes you really should do it because a room type may not show as available on Disney's website, but it will show as available on one of these OTAs. And so if you're looking, say, for like a standard cheap room with no view, it might not be there and you sort of will be forced into a higher category on Disney's website, but then maybe you can find it on Expedia or something like that. So that's another way that you can save some money off of booking through Disney directly. Yes, once again, Disney IT works against it uh, for its own dollars. Totally, because usually that room type is available from Disney, but the website just isn't showing you. All right, Joe, now that we're down the rabbit hole of Expedia and OTAs, there's a further rabbit hole for folks who really want to hack their Disney vacation with Priceline and Hotwire. I know you're, you're the expert on this, so lay it out for folks. Okay, I'm certainly not the expert on this. Uh, I really should have asked 
John at JJT on Twitter to pay us for the number of times we talk about him on this podcast. That guy is the expert. He is so good at it that Touring Plants hired him to write blog posts about it. Priceline and Hotwire will have these things called express deals. And these generally, you know, they're the best if you use them to stay on site. But of course, they will also help you to find hotels off site. The premise is that you get offered highly discounted deals that are non-refundable. So I usually don't recommend booking these until like you are close in or you know for sure you're going to go. For the privilege of booking at a discount, you do not know what property you are getting. However, the reason why JJT always gets these shout outs is because he is a wizard at divining the property that Hotwire or Priceline, you know, they work very similarly, the property that they are offering. So if you look through his blog posts, he'll be like, if it says it has transportation and this type of pool and is 3.7 star rating from user reviews, et cetera, et cetera, then it must be the beach club or whatever. I don't know how he does it. He just has this magic ball. And in general, I have not personally seen him be wrong yet. He always says that, of course, you know, to cover his bases, that he's pretty sure but he generally gets it right now it's a lot of work and it's a bit of risk but you can get some crazy good deals especially if you're traveling last minute another drawback is that they're often for very specific dates but these priceline and hotwire deals are really good for last minute deals because if you think about it logically disney is trying to fill up their rooms so I guess they give them discounted to Hotwire and Hotwire passes on to us or I don't know how it works. But for example, we've seen things like Yacht Club for $234, All Stars for like 68 So it is pretty wild. However, it's also incredibly complicated, even using JJT's blog posts, which make things relatively easy. Sometimes it, you can get pretty deep in there. But for last minute trips, nothing really beats these Priceline Hotwire Express deals. Yeah, this is really for folks who kind of get the thrill out of the hunt <laughs> and also ultimately saving money. I mean, there is, there is some, some risk that I think will turn plenty of people off from this, just not sort of wanting to have that uncertainty of, you know, are they going to be right 100% of the time? But yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun. I used to, back in the day, there was a website called, I think, Better Bidding that used to unmask Priceline properties and I definitely did that for Disneyland back in the day, but haven't done it with this new method. But there's so much data out there now and, and you know, internet sharing that and JJG's expertise. It's, it's great for folks who want to give this a go, especially it's a great way to get like a much nicer property than probably was, is within your budget. Yeah, I really want to do this. The problem is I don't feel like I'm ready to do this until I'm ready to take last minute trips again. Remember those days, Leslie? But right now, I know I, I do right it for now, Disneyland. I do it for Disneyland, <laughs> not Florida right now. Sorry, it's, it's a little different when they invite you to go down, Leslie. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not the same. Okay, well, but, I can uh, fly down for forty nine dollars down to Orange County or Long Beach. So yeah, it's yeah, a lot yeah. easier to do last minute. So, uh, but once once that happens again, I really want to try this. I mean, it does seem like a lot of fun. We should say that the risk, quote unquote, is not that you're not going to get a hotel. It's just that if you're, I really don't think it's a gamble. I really trust John's info. But if you think you're going to get the Yacht Club and you end up getting, I don't know, the Signia by Hilton or something like that, you know, you're just going to get a different hotel. And the reason why you really want to get the on-site hotel is so that you have the Disney transportation. But who dares wins? That's right. That's right. For sure. All right. So why don't you do tip number five for us, Leslie, using miles and points to find hotel stays. 
All right. So we had a whole episode, I guess, where we talked a little bit about miles and points and Disney vacations, but this is just a great way to to save on the chain hotels, the major chains, Hyatt, Hilton, Marriott, etc. So if you're accruing points in those programs, then you can cash them in for Disney hotels. I mean, with the caveat that many of the hotels are not great values on the award charts. Like you might get more value for your points um, in you know, other locations, but if it's where you want to go and the value is what it is to you. So I, you know, I don't necessarily live my life or live and die by the valuations of, you know, the miles and points blogs. And the other thing that can be great for miles and points is you can use hotel certificates that maybe you have from a co-branded hotel credit card for some of these hotels like category one through four certificates from World of Hyatt. Those are given with some of the Hyatt credit cards. So you can use that to say, uh, stay at the Hyatt Regency Grand Cypress. Some of these hotels are too high of a category for some of the certificates to be used, or maybe you have to have like a more expensive annual fee credit card to get one of the certificates in the higher, higher categories. Not always perfect, but definitely can be done if you look closely at your programs that you're involved in. I really like the world of Hyatt card, especially if you are a Hyatt customer. I mean, Hyatt doesn't have the biggest footprint, but it's a $95 per year annual fee, but you get a free night certificate with that. So you can basically use that at the Hyatt Regency Grand Cypress or the Hyatt Place Orlando uh, every year. They're both category threes. So those are good shout outs. And there are various Marriott cards, Bonvoy cards of differing degrees, and some of them offer free nights that you can use at the Swan and Dolphin, but others don't. You have to do your research on that one. I'm more of a Hyatt person myself. Yeah, I'm more of a Marriott person. And the credit card that I carry for Marriott, the sort of lowest level, <laughs> does not get me a free night at the Swan or Dolphin, but it does get me a free night at the Fairfield Inn across the street from Disneyland. So that, that still works out for me. There you go. There you go. All right. So our last tip, tip number six is renting DVC points. You, in general, are going to get more space for the same amount of money by renting DVC. There are two main companies, Dave's DVC Rental and DVCRentalStore.com. The concept is DVC is Disney's timeshare. There are people who don't use their points every year, so they allow Dave's and DVC Rental Store to rent out their points and pay a certain dollar amount per point that is for rented. You really don't need to know how the sausage is made as much as you need to know that, in general, you are going to be paying quite a bit because these DVC rooms are nicer rooms like suites. The lowest levels are the studios, but those sell out really quickly, but you'll get like one bedroom suites and things like that. However, you know, when you're renting DVC points, you can get a lot more space for the same amount of money. So for example, I was looking and there are one bedroom suites at like Animal Kingdom Lodge or Saratoga Springs that are running for $600 a night, which is what rack rate would be for a studio at those hotels. It's good for getting extra space. You can put in a request for like, I want this property on these dates. And so you can put in a request and then Dave's and DVC rental store will try to get them for you. Nowadays, with all the cancellations that are happening, they also offer these confirmed bookings where they'll be like, 
it's exactly these dates at this resort. It's basically the timeshare owners or the DVC owners have already, you know, paid for those nights with their points and they're trying to get rid of them because they can't go. Um, and so, you know, you can book through the confirmed bookings as well. So the, those two options there. Dave's DVC rental doesn't have much of a cancellation policy. DVC rental store has a slightly better cancellation policy. But one reason why I've been avoiding renting DVC points, at least during the current period of time that we are in is just because the cancellation policies are kind of so strict that I would rather know for sure I'm going to go before I commit. Same. I definitely have not looked into this at all this year just because I need the flexibility more than anything, but a time will come where things will get more back to normal and we will be certain that we will be taking our vacations. And I think it's definitely worth it. I mean, you and I both rented DVC points for stays at Aulani and saved a ton of money on those trips. So I do highly recommend it. Uh, eventually, if it works out for you and your family's needs and, you know, global pandemic situation. One more website to check out that I heard about on the Disney Dish is dvcreservations.com. You can sign up for a newsletter and they have highly discounted last minute DVC deals. So you can check that out for rentals as well. And again, if you're going last minute or in a short amount of time, you're booking a last minute trip, just like with the supply and demand fluctuations that we see in other hotels, sometimes you can get these confirmed bookings at a really discounted rate because they're just really trying to get rid of it. So it's always worth looking into, especially if you're like, um, I guess it could go down in two weeks. If I could find a good price, you know, that's the time to really look to rent the DVC points. If there are like two things to take away from today's episode, it's that you often can find good deals for going last minute, except during peak times, of course. And also, you know, the amount of money you can save is always a function of the amount of time you're willing to put in to do the work. So those are just kind of baseline rules that uh, you can live by. Indeed. All right, Joe. Well, lots of options for saving money on lodging. So let's close it out with our traditional Disney do or don't. What do you have for us? All right. So speaking of putting in a lot of time, I think the most time gets wasted. There are all these different systems by which you can save money. There are miles and points. There are using Expedia, Hotels.com. There's renting DVC points. And oftentimes it's worth checking all those different options. However, I would say that in general, not only at Disney, but in your travel in general, you really want to pick one or two systems that work well for you and that you know very well and just stick with them. Yes, you might be able to save, you know, $100 here, $100 there by bouncing back and forth. And maybe your system is to always bounce back and forth. However, I found in my experience, knowing one system and knowing how it works really well has been able to save me the most money over time and also save me the most time over time. Sorry to say time seven times in one sentence, did it again. But with three kids in the house, there's only so many minutes haha, in the day for me to use. So time is money. Definitely, especially for those of us with, with little kids, for sure. But it is sometimes fun. You do get a thrill out of like really just scoring a crazy good deal sometimes on these Disney vacations. So we understand that mentality as well. But we are guilty of it ourselves. Definitely. All right. So that does it for this episode. If you have any money saving tips on lodging at Disney World, let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com at WWDeciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. If you don't want to go through all this trouble and want to save your own time and also not spend any extra money, you can use me as your travel agent. Email me, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and I will see you 
finally getting one of those Hotwire Express deals one day. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you.